Welcome to another episode of Nerds Drink Whiskey. Uh, I want to thank uh, Jim and uh, Donna for that wonderful Halloween intro that they gave us. Uh, that's actually friends of ours that uh, um, have never come to one of our recordings. Hello. Uh, but they do uh, miniatures and they are really phenomenal at it. And so uh, they went and posted to Facebook their little zoom across their, their newest Halloween miniature, and uh, they gave us permission to use that for our intro for our Halloween special. So, um, for this episode, uh, what we're going to talk about now, we're, we're uh, for the next two episodes, we are doing uh, Bottled and Bond, Jim Beam. The next three whiskeys. Uh, what's that? Well, well, yeah, for the next three whiskeys, we're doing Bottled and Bond, but the next two episodes, we're going to be uh, sampling Jim Beam Bottled and Bond, uh, and uh, the audience is our, our very small audience, for some reason, this event. Um, is uh, sampling it as well, and uh, but uh, before we actually talk about what we're drinking, uh, this episode we're going to talk about what what makes Halloween you. You know what what ma what what is there that you watch? What movies do you queue up? What shows do you queue up? What how do you decorate? Uh, these are our from my own home. Uh, we call them our Halloween decorations because well they stay up all year. We're one of those houses, but uh, I've named them Statler and Waldorf. Um, if you watch the Muppets, you'll know why. Those are my two childhood heroes. But uh, for me, Halloween is, uh, I like more of the, when there's a little bit more thought into it, a little bit more art into it. Uh, there's a show out there called, uh, there's a movie out there called, uh, what is it, Crimson Peak? Uh, Crimson Peak, this uh, very old school gothic romance story, uh, very dark um, I love uh, the first the prof first version of the prophecy. Things that are not quite horror, but but just really dark. Um, Army of Darkness, uh, things like that. Uh, those are the things that I like to queue up. But uh, I think the second person, and probably the most important person in this episode, uh, will be Gabe, because you have not only got a review of the new remake of the latest remake of Halloween, but you also last night. Played Red Red Dead Red Redemption. Red Dead Redemption. Okay, so why don't you turn on your mic and uh, give us a review of those two things and tell us what makes Halloween special for you. Well, first off, Halloween is the time. That, like me personally, in my life, I like to think of one simple thing. Every day is Halloween because it's the time that you can sit there and you can be anything you want. Why not have it be every day? But on October 31st every year, that's when everybody else traditionally celebrates Halloween. The, you know, the one night that you can be anything in the world. And that's the coolest thing about Halloween, at least in this day and age, you know, regardless of your belief structure, you can sit there and you can be anything you want to be on this day. And there's nothing wrong with it. You know, so it's honestly really, really cool. In this particular case, um, I like to consider myself a nerdy outlaw. Um, I did get to uh, play Red Dead Redemption 2 last night. I got to spend about 20 hours with it, and uh, I'll get to that in just a second. But first off, I'm going to go with... Uh, who, who needs sleep is what you're saying? Yeah, okay. uh, I, I'll probably... Actually, no, I'll probably be sleeping in a couple of days after this game. <laughs> um, but anyways, uh, real quick, I'm going to get to Halloween, uh, the uh, 2018 movie that just came out. I'm not going to give away any spoilers, although there is some there's some pretty cool stuff in this movie. Um, there are some throwbacks to uh, Halloween 2 and 3. There are little Easter eggs that are inside each one if you know where to look for them. 
you'll find like, uh, for example, Halloween 3, you'll see the silver shamrock masks. Um, the, um, the witch, the pumpkin, and the skeleton. You'll get to see all three of those in the movie. Um, you'll get to see um, the idea of Mr. and Mrs. Elrod from Halloween 2. Um, you'll get to see them very briefly. Um, now what's funny about, about the new Halloween is... You keep looking at me as if I've ever watched any Halloween movies ever. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to okay. have to watch the second and third one because... Fair uh, enough, I've... fair enough. I don't know. But uh, anyways, when it comes down to this, um, it was very, very well made. There's uh, the nods to um, the other Halloween movie series, although they have... Um, they've kind of erased uh, certain parts of it. Um, for example... Um, Halloween um, 2018 takes a, takes place exactly 40 years after the first one. Um, Halloween's two through eight never happened. Though, so uh, you know this Spoiler. is exactly 40 years later. Um, and you know it, uh, it gets really interesting from there. Jamie Lee Curtis reprises her role as Laurie Strode, does a very good job. Uh, Judy Greer plays her daughter, um, and then they've got uh, Andy Matichak. She ends up being uh, the granddaughter. You know, another very very good up and coming actress. But the other thing that I really like about this movie is the fact that Nick Castle, who played the Shape in 1978, ended up reprising his role and doing some of the work as Michael Myers once again so but yeah honestly i would say that if you really want to go see go see a good horror movie please go out see halloween um it's already broken three box office records you know let's have it break another one please now uh real quick on the video game give me uh what is your biggest positive and your biggest negative Honestly, what I've noticed, and uh, for me, it's really hard to pick a negative on Red Dead Redemption 2 because of the fact that I'm playing on the best system to play it on, and I'm playing it on a 4K monitor. Now, um, the probably the biggest negative would probably be, at least in some essence, um, and this is even minor at most, um, would be the kind of repetitive nature of some of the things that you do with the side quests. Now, on the other hand, the biggest positive is just playing the all-out open world. Um, everything about it is, like, almost everything is interactive from, I mean, not to sound crude, but um, in 90% of games, if you think about it, you don't see animals do anything except their normal everyday stuff, but you actually will see the horse go to the bathroom like you know in the middle of the game and i'm not <laughs> kidding either so so would the horse be considered an npc um that's a, uh well you know that's actually that's a yes and a no considering the fact that although it's a non-playable character you are using the horse and riding on its back to get across the landscape is the horse easier to ride than it was in the first one um, i got as far as riding the horse and i just sucked at it. <laughs> well, um, that, that's also because you have to sit there and, and build trust with your horse. There's a much more intricate system to that in this game. Um, you can do that. You can um, um, you can train your horse. You can um, like brush your horse and things like that. Make sure that it's clean. Can you eat your horse? That I do not know about. I don't think so. No. Damn, Although there are 200 help. species of animals in this game. Cool. Okay, uh, so real quick before we go on to Jeff, uh, your top three 
favorite things to queue up to get you in the mood for Halloween? All right, real quick with that, I probably have to say number three would have to be uh, John Carpenter's In the Mouth of Madness. Um, very, very good, uh, you know, mental mind blow for you. Again, that is that is uh, kind of above the fray as far as horror movies go, because that's actually that actually would be one of mine, because it's not a straight up horror movie. It's it's got a little bit more art to it. It's got a little bit more depth to it, especially uh, than, with than the typical Cthulhu mythos horror movie. in it. Yeah. Um, number two would have to be. Um, I honestly had to say, although my uh, my favorite's a little higher, but just that's just based on personal preference. I'd have to say number two would be 1978's Halloween. Um, it was the first uh, independent four-star horror movie ever, and uh, it still holds to this day as one of the better horror movies of all time. And number one, uh, real quick, being my personal favorite, because I grew up with him, none other than the man with the claws, Mr. Freddy Krueger in A Nightmare on Elm Street. Um... You can't really go wrong when you see Johnny Depp in his first starring role get sucked into the bed and then you got the geyser coming up and hitting the ceiling. There's nothing more iconic. I love it. I love it. I love it. Okay, Jeff. So I'm... So I love Halloween. Uh, I'm not a huge fan of horror movies. Like I'm, scary movies aren't really my deal. Uh, but my favorite thing about Halloween is actually the music. Uh, so growing up, we had this uh, cassette tape that we would play every Halloween. And on one side, it was a bunch of tunes. And on the other side, it was um, ambient, scary sounds. So we would play all the Halloween, you know, Thriller, Monster Mash, um, Purple People Eater, all that kind of stuff as we're getting ready in costumes and stuff. And then uh, the house, we would be, you know, when we'd the house was prepped for trick-or-treaters, we would switch it to the B-side and it would just be, you know, ghosts in the background and chains rattling and bat flutter fluttering in the background and stuff. And so I always like Halloween for all the, uh, yeah, the fun music and the, um, you know, that kind of stuff. And yeah, I always know it's Halloween season when Thriller starts coming on the radio a lot more often and all that kind of stuff. So that's always my, f gets me in the mood for Halloween more than anything else. Uh, now, now talking about music, I think uh, Ed will Ed will back me up on this. Uh, one of the most overlooked Halloween albums out there is by a band called Bronx Casket Company. Oh yeah, and, and it's their it's their album uh, Sweet Home Transylvania. And so it's uh, some of the people involved in that uh, actually do Trans Siberian Orchestra as well. Uh, and but they're they've got several albums out, but the one you really need to listen to to get your get in the mood for Halloween is. Uh, Sweet Home Transylvania by the Bronx Casket Company. So, anyways, wrong Ed, with that. and then you're going to put a link up there on, for the show. Uh, we could probably put a link to uh, one of their one of their uh, videos or songs. Yeah, absolutely. Probably a YouTube link. I don't know. Yeah, I'm sure they're probably not around. They're, right? on, they're not well, yeah, they don't. Yeah, they're not current. They're not current. They were a studio project. They never yeah. did a live show. But uh, there are some some videos on YouTube that we can link in the show notes. I haven't heard of Mike Hideous doing anything in forever. So, I think that was pretty much when he got fired. Yeah from Bronx Casket, I think that that ended his career, and then shortly after that ended the career of Bronx Casket Company. So, you know. Exactly. Anyways, uh, what's your, what gets you in the mood for Halloween? For Halloween, for me, the music's great. I love the decorations. Skeletons, the dark imagery, the sort of kitschy stuff. And uh, yeah, it's great. And uh, I do love the movies. I don't go for horror movies as far as 
the gore fests. That's just gore for gore's sakes. But I do love a good horror movie, things like, uh, not necessarily in any order, John Carpenter's The Thing. That movie's awesome. I don't know if you'd consider it a horror movie. It's hard to, hard to choose. Army of Darkness, Evil Dead, those movies are just absolutely great. Pumpkinhead. Uh, I'm not a big zombie fan, but I do love George Romero, especially like Night of the Living Dead, the original black and white. Great movie. What can I say? Uh, now, she's not here, but uh, uh, she carries a, a, an extremely important uh, position behind the scenes, and that's my wife, Sherry. Uh, and so I, I think we, we would be remiss if we did not mention what she does to get in the mood for Halloween. Uh, the Simpsons have had a ridiculous number of their Treehouse of Horror specials. And my wife has them all. She's bought the DVDs. She's bought them digitally on Amazon Prime as well and so she cues them up and she watches every single Treehouse of Horror episode since they started uh, and she watches them over and over again uh, I think the proper technical term is ad nauseum um, and basically until it makes me nauseous but uh, I actually enjoy them too so it's okay but uh, that's what she does to get in the mood for Halloween and uh, I'd say we decorate for Halloween but to be honest uh, the only time we've ever taken down uh, Statler and Waldorf uh, here is uh, and, and our, our, our other dog this is not awesome this is our, our other dog we've had longer than awesome uh, but uh, for hopefully, obviously yeah uh, but and it, we basically forget to take our decorations down so we don't decorate for Halloween we just leave it up all year round but uh, yeah so and the other thing we uh, for Halloween is um, I don't know if you guys know are aware of this but uh, Halloween is actually a celebration uh, of the birth of the great one uh, which is me um, so uh, this year I'm uh, I'm 23 again uh, yeah and uh, and and oh no uh, happy oh, no. birthday I, I had to mention that it was my birthday so uh, Anyways, yeah, Halloween is actually my birthday. I ruined my mother's perfectly good Halloween party. Oh, pooping unicorn popper? Is that it? Yeah, pooping unicorn popper. So I'm not sure if... Uh, shoots no. 20 feet. Let's see here. Does it say that? It shoots well, 20 uh, feet? Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Is that right on the that's back? Not, I didn't even notice that Can we get a zoom part. in on that? Can we get a zoom in on that? Shoots this 20 is, feet, uh, ladies and gentlemen. Now, me and Ed have been friends for uh, longer than we care to admit, uh, and we love to try and find the most messed up uh, presents we possibly can. Uh, we are having our Christmas special. Uh, will be recorded here at Doggers, uh, and uh, we love to try and give each other the most mentally deranged Christmas presents possible. So uh, please uh, come by here December 8th and uh, get that. And also on the other side is uh, my favorite comic book hero, uh, The Tick. This is I'm hoping you school. didn't have that. This is an old school it Tick. Is. This is back from uh, when uh, Fox Kids tried to do a uh, cartoon for children. Yeah, the and, cartoon series. And, and only college students uh, checked in to watch, so they didn't know how to advertise. Uh, they didn't know who to sell the advertisement for, and so it got canceled, even though it was actually really popular. But, uh, yeah, so uh, this is old school Tick. But, uh, yeah, this uh, pop, pooping unicorn popper uh, shoots... 
20 feet. Uh, that's not disturbing at all. So, uh, yes, yeah, so thank you. That's, uh, it's for the right age group, four plus. That's it. Okay. And the nice so, uh, pink Christmas bag for you. Yeah, yeah, and a nice pink Christmas bag. So, uh, yeah. Uh, so, uh, anyways, uh, December 8th will be our Christmas party. Uh, please come by. Uh, not sure if the camera, uh, Kara, the camera woman, wants to uh, get a, a pan of our, our extremely large uh, studio audience here. So, if you wonder why it's so important that you come out to support these events. It's so that uh, we don't have to talk to an empty house here. Uh, and uh, yeah, so uh, I marketed this event probably more than I ever have any other event we've done here. So, uh, but I think everybody's getting ready for their Halloween parties tonight. Yeah. Uh, and so everybody also can come out. But th this is why it's so, every single person that can come out, this is why it's important that you come out. So uh, anyways, any final comments? We're just, we're all, there's also some things going on. Like I think the Bacon and Bourbon Fest is today, Geek Girl Con, I think think is today okay there's a lot of really yeah, good things yeah. going on today so well we schedule stuff so then as soon as we schedule something a lot of other really nerdy events love exactly. to find out like schedule it on oh we have to schedule it that day so no yeah, yeah. so anyways yeah it's really important that you guys come out and support this so we can continue doing it uh and uh no matter what you do stop by doggers uh i don't know if your local bar or if your favorite watering hole has uh jim beams uh bottled and bond but i guarantee you that doggers and yelm does so uh uh, come by and check it out. Uh, our review of Jim Beam uh, will be next week uh, on Nerds Drink Whiskey.